Welcome to the Mom's Day Out podcast. I'm your host, Kate, a teacher turned entrepreneur, mom of two. And in this podcast, we are chatting about all things hashtag mom life, navigating sleepless nights, entertaining toddlers, prioritizing our self-care, the depths of mom guilt, managing our never ending to-do list, the mom hacks we can't live without, things we said we would never do, and then we became moms, and so much more. We are keeping it real by talking about the hard parts, but also celebrating the best parts and sharing everything we've learned and will continue to learn along the way. Whether you are a new mom, a been there, done that mom, a working mom, a stay-at-home mom, a regular mom, or a cool mom, if you know you know, you belong here. It is time to reheat your coffee and get ready to be encouraged because this motherhood thing, you don't have to do it alone. Hello and happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Mom's Day Out podcast. So real talk, (laughs) I never really know how to kick these episodes off. You might have already caught on to that based on previous episodes because I always feel like I start off by talking about the weather or like how fast the month is flying by. But that's because I literally have no idea what else to say. One thing about me is I really suck at small talk. And to be honest, I don't really enjoy it that much. (laughs) I want to get down to the nitty gritty in conversations, you know, like if we're having coffee together, I want to know about like your real life. Like, what's been going on lately, something fun that happened to you recently, things that you're loving, dreams that you're having, all the good stuff, you know. So I figured this week I would start off with something that Luke, who is my two and a half year old, has been doing lately. Like this is something that I would just text a friend when it happens because it cracks me up. So I'm like, okay, why not share it with my podcast girlies, you know? Okay, so a little backstory. My husband hardly ever uses my name when addressing me. Ever since we started dating, it's always been babe. I honestly cannot remember the last time that he said Kate when trying to get my attention or ask for help or anything. Like it's always babe. So Luke is obviously at the age now where he repeats literally everything, which is so funny, but also like we've had to clean it up a little bit if we're being totally honest, but maybe the last like two weeks or so, or I don't know, it was probably like two weeks ago that I was in his room, like reorganizing everything, cleaning up his closet, all that good stuff. And he's in the living room. And all of a sudden I hear him calling down the hallway, babe, babe. And I'm like, wait, what is he saying? So he comes into his room and he's like, oh, babe, blah, 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 you know, just like talking to me in little toddler gibberish. And I just sat there and looked at him realizing that he was calling me babe. (laughs) And I honestly just started dying laughing. And obviously I corrected him and was like, no, I'm mommy. And he was like, oh, yeah, okay. And then just like went on about his day. He didn't even realize like that my name isn't babe. Or that that's just something like his dad calls me. But now there's been several times 
where he has been looking for me in the house and he is yelling babe and it is the cutest and funniest thing because it's exactly what my husband does. He also has been starting to call me mom more because Curtis will go like, oh, go tell your mom, blah, 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 or oh, go give mom a hug. And I'm like, no, it is mommy (laughs) because mom sounds so grown up. And Luke had a little bit of a speech delay in the beginning. So he didn't even say mama until he was like 22 months old. So I'm like, um, we have plenty of years left for mom. Let me have mama or mommy (laughs) for right now, you know? man, toddlers, they are really funny. So anyway, I just wanted to share that funny story with you because it's just hilarious. Like toddlers pick up on everything. Um, so I don't know, something that's definitely going in his baby book. That's for sure. Okay. So for today's episode, I am sharing three things that I do in order to be a more present mom. And let me just preface this by saying I am not perfect at this by any means. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I approach topics more from like a BFFs chatting at the park kind of way versus like a, I'm an expert. So do this and your problems will be solved kind of way. Do you like that voice? That's my expert voice. (laughs) Because number one, I am not an expert by any means. And number two, I'm really still figuring out like what works for me and my family. And I feel like it changes all the time. And also number three, different things work for different people. So anyway, I wanted to share these three things that have been helping me just because I know that I've struggled in the past with being present or like still struggle with it. But, um, I don't know. I've just struggled with being present and in the moment and not getting distracted with the world around me because it's a lot, you know, like, let's be honest, we are surrounded by demands all day long that try to get our attention away from what really matters. Like our phones, notifications, house chores, work, the running to-do list that we keep in our heads and so much more. So I think it's safe to say that we have all struggled with this or currently struggle with staying present to some degree, at least at one point or another. That being said, I also have ADHD. So it takes an extra effort for me to stay focused and present because of just how my brain works or I guess like doesn't work. (laughs) I don't know. It's hard. And these three things that I'm going to talk about are not groundbreaking by any means, but they are things that have been super helpful to me and have been making a huge impact not only on my daily life, but also on my family's, especially when I'm mindful and intentional about implementing them. So the first one is putting my phone on do not disturb when I'm with the boys and then kind of like with that turning off all of my notifications. So my phone is almost always on do not disturb, whether it's when I'm having intentional time with the boys or our family or working. It just helps me stay present instead of worrying about like returning phone calls or texts that aren't urgent. And now I do set up my phone in a way where I have certain people that if they call, they can reach me. So like my husband, my mom, my stepdad, my sister are all favorites in my phone. So do not disturb doesn't apply to like their phone calls. So if there's something that they need to 
call me about or like get a hold of me for, they can reach me. The second part to this is I don't get notifications to my phone except for calls and texts. I have turned off email notifications, social media notifications, etc. If I had those on, woof, <laughs> it would be so overwhelming and I would just be constantly picking up my phone. And I know that because I've been there before. And not only would I be picking up my phone to like check the notification, but then that turns into like me checking another notification, which turns into scrolling, which turns into 30 minutes of my life, just like totally gone. (laughs) So instead I have notifications turned off on all my apps and I just check those things periodically throughout the day or I set times that I have like time to check those, you know, it's like scheduled into my calendar. So email, for example, I check twice a day, once in the morning and then once later in the day around like 3 p.m. Okay, so the second thing I do to be more present is having routines in place with quote unquote defined expectations. This hasn't only been super helpful for me, but it's really helpful for my kids too. When we have routines and times of day that are dedicated to certain things and they have certain expectations, it's just really nice because everyone's on the same page, you know? So for example, nap or quiet time. During the week, this is mommy's work time. I have talked about this before, but Luke's naps are very hit or miss at this point. So if he doesn't nap, he still has quiet time. And sometimes that quiet time's in his room usually for the majority of the time, but sometimes it's also out in the living room with me. But during this time, it's for him to be independent and like play independently. Jackson still takes good naps for now, so he's usually sleeping during this time. But Luke's quote unquote job is to play independently or just like chill, relax, have that quiet time, have that time to be restful, you know. Sometimes I'll put on a movie for him. It just kind of depends on the day. But we've reduced screen time a lot in our house, like pretty significantly, because man, in the summer it is so hard in Arizona to just like it, it's so easy to rely on screen time to like get through the day. And I'm sure if you live somewhere with extreme weather, like you can relate. Um, but it's like we can't go outside when it's 117 degrees out. So um you know, it it can be easy to rely on that. And we definitely got lenient with it this summer and it was starting to affect his behavior. So we decreased that significantly. So right now he's usually just like playing or reading books or doing an independent activity if he doesn't want to nap. And then mommy's job or like my expectation is to work. So I have my computer out and my phone or whatever working on stuff. I'm still interacting with Luke and I'm still talking to him and whatnot. So if he's up, you know, I'm not doing super focused work that takes like high energy to complete. It's usually more like low energy tasks. So emails, responding to messages, certain tech or system things, graphics, whatever, you know, I can do. And if I'm interrupted, it's not, you know, a big deal. But then on the flip side, we have times of the day where the expectation is like more on me. So in the mornings, we typically get up, I make coffee, start breakfast, the boys play or do an activity, and then we eat breakfast. And then we usually do something in the morning, whether it's like going to the gym or the park or Bible study or whatever. So from the time we wake up until nap time, which is around noon-ish, 1230, sometimes a little bit earlier, my computer stays closed and I really try to limit my phone use as well. 
obviously my kids are still little, so they don't totally get it, you know, in terms of expectations and those defined times. But I just feel like establishing these routines and expectations now, like they're going to catch on. And as they get older, they'll start to know like what's going on, you know, and there will be like a certain rhythm to our day. All right. And last but certainly not least, and actually probably the thing that makes the most difference for us right now is regular and like intentional 15 minute FaceTime with my kids. So again, my kids are little, which means their attention spans are short and they don't stay playing or doing the same thing for very long. However, a while ago, maybe like around the time Jackson was born, actually, I noticed that I was constantly multitasking when I was interacting with them, which isn't a bad thing at all. And I actually think it's like pretty necessary. The fact of the matter is, is that I can't give my kids 100% of my attention every minute that they're awake or else nothing would get done. Meals wouldn't get cooked. Errands would not get ran, all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like as a first-time mom, I really like bought into that lie that I could only get stuff done during nap time or like when my kids were sleeping and then all the other time I needed to be like fully focused on them. And I just don't think that's sustainable. I don't think that it's possible. It's definitely not um, when you have two kids or multiple kids and you just have other responsibilities. And I feel like once I kind of let that expectation go and stop kind of listening to that noise as a first time mom, like things just got a lot easier. But like I said, I realized that I was always multitasking and I really wanted to have some intentional, regular, like, throughout the day, daily connection with the boys. And I was really missing that. So what I started doing was setting a timer for 15 minutes and just connecting with them wherever they're at for that amount of time without any distractions. And I try to do this with both of them together and then also one-on-one with each of them. Um, Like if one is napping and the other is up or whatever the case might be. And obviously, we know that uninterrupted intentional time connecting with our children is good for them and that it's super important, but I didn't realize how good it would be for me. In fact, anytime that I'm feeling frustrated or overwhelmed or burnt out, especially during the week, right? Because like Monday through Friday, I feel like we are just going, going, going from one thing to another, trying to get stuff done, balancing work and being at home with my kids full time. Like it can be a lot. Um, And so if I'm feeling overwhelmed or burnt out or whatever that might be, I just drop what I'm doing and I set my timer and I spend time with the boys. Even if it's just five or 10 minutes, it makes a huge difference and it really changes my mood. It really like grounds me and helps me keep things in perspective, if that makes sense. So obviously I spend all day with my kids. Um, But like I said, there's a lot of times there's other stuff that's going around around me or going on around me. And so having that time to literally just sit there and be like eye to eye with them, be on the floor with them. My kids don't like love playing with me. (laughs) That's like something I don't know if you can relate, but Luke just loves. And I say Luke because he's at the age, you know, he's almost three. So he's the age where he interacts a lot more. Jackson is 13 months. So he's just now getting into like playing and really like wanting to do certain activities or whatever. Um, Jackson's very like go with the flow right now. But Luke doesn't necessarily like 
always want you to play with him. He just wants you to be in the room and he just wants you to be like engaging with him. And that's something that I've learned. And that just like really, I don't know, it's just like really important for me to remember. And I think a lot of times, he, you know, he would want to be in the same room with me, but then he was like not wanting to play with me. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to like do something else while I'm in the room with him. But, and like, while I still do that sometimes, I also have found that if I'm just like asking him about what he's doing or I'm showing him something or whatever, um, just engaging with him in that way has been really awesome, not just for him, but also for me. And it does like reground me. It brings me back to what matters most. It helps me just like take a breather from all the other demands throughout our day. Um, and it really helps like alleviate some frustration and, um, overwhelm, you know? So that is all that I have for you today. They're just three things that I feel like have helped me be a more present mom, not just for my kids, but for myself too. I know it can be hard to stay present as we really want to on top of all the demands that we deal with. Like I get it, trust me, but I think that we're all just doing our best, you know? So I hope that you have a great rest of your week. And if no one has told you yet today, you are doing a great job.